0: Hello, badminton players and fans all around the world. It's Henry and Jeff from Volant and the Badminton Podcast, here to bring you episode four of the Tokyo 2020 show. Now on this show, we're going to give you the latest news, updates, results, opinions, predictions, polls and so much more. Now, some of you might be wondering why the BWF isn't live streaming the badminton coverage at the Olympics. So the reason why is because the International Olympic Committee or the IOC own the usage rights and they can't be sold to any international federation. So unfortunately uh, they can't live stream it. But for those of you dying to watch the Olympic coverage, then make sure you check out the screen right now. You'll see the match center URL, you'll see the blog URL, as well as the URL for where you can find out how to catch those matches live in your country. So Jeff, it's been two and a half days of crazy, exciting competition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's so much to talk about, but where do we start?
1: Yeah, there's, it's been great. Like, two, I haven't watched this much this much badminton, badminton for mm. so long, and we've had multiple screens happening and watching different matches all throughout the day, and it's been amazing. Um, I'd probably say. Day two, the biggest upset would have been in the ladies doubles. So mm. we had the, the Danish women doubles, women's double pair, Mike and uh, Furgaard and Sarah Thigerson. Yeah. They beat uh, Lee and Shin, the Korean fourth seed sing, uh, women's doubles pair. And that was a bit of a surprising one, 22-20 in the third. And now that puts the pressure right back on the Koreans because now they have to go and play the Chinese pair of uh, Du Yue yeah. and uh, Li Ho- and yeah. Yeah. To actually make it through to the knockout rounds. And number three
0: seeds, right? No, number four seeds. Mm. Like, it's crazy that it's, they might not even make it out. It's full on, right? I think that women's doubles category is looking very, very, mm. very, very shaky. We had both the Japanese pairs basically treading on thin ice yesterday. Uh, we had Matsumoto and Nagahara almost losing to the Canadian pair of Rachel Honderek and Kristen Sai. They played uh, really well that, with Canadians. Probably the best game they've really ever well. played. I think so, yeah, yeah. Kristen at the front court, really hard and fast coming in. Uh, and then we had, of course, Hirota and Fukushima. Uh, you can see Hirota really being exposed for that, that injury that she has been sporting there, uh, really taking on as much of the front court as she possibly can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, the Malaysian pair did pretty well in exposing that. Um, which is why it did go to that tight three set as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. But now that, that it's exposed
1: and everyone's mm. seen it, then it'll be interesting to see what the other doubles pairs do now. Yeah. And I think that Fukushima did a great job. She was covering all the rear quarter shots basically. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully they'll still be able to pull through because I, I do really like them as a pair as well.
0: Yeah, but it yeah. is it is concerning for those first seeds. Uh, so mm. if they do meet the likes of a Chen-Ching Chen-Jia-Yifan, I'm, a little, I'm very concerned for yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. They'll <laughs> expose that even further, I think. Yeah. Um, last night we did see some of a lot of people's favourite men singles mm. players take take the court. So we had Chen Long, we had uh Lizzie Jar, Victor mm-hmm. no, Anders Anderson yep. and Kentu Momota. They all got through quite comfortably.
0: Mm.
1: But group
0: D, is
1: This it? morning. Group D. Group D. We so. did call
0: it out as a do not miss match yesterday, guys. Mm.
1: Uh, so Misha Zilberman has lost to Mark Kalja from the Netherlands, yeah which opens that group up completely. Okay. So any of those could go through, but of course pending the match between Mark and Cyperny, Yep. Mark might go through if he pulls that out. If not, it's going to go to percentages to see who actually is going to get out. So yeah that's a tricky, that's a tricky one. There. So
0: make sure you tune into that when that, when that does happen uh, as well. Okay, um, and now we also had the mixed doubles match this morning which was a very, very tight three setter between uh, Tang Chun Man, Adzi uh, Ying and uh, Mark Lanshurst and Isabel Hertrich, and that went to a, a three sets as well, and that was their do or die match, so unfortunately that means the Germans will have to go home.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that was a tough match, and yeah, I'm sure the Hong Kong pairs through with that.
0: Yeah, but what do you expect from the Olympics, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely like the olympics mean so much to all the players you can tell like every single win like mm. it's not taken for granted right and we've yeah. definitely seen some really hard-fought matches and some really fierce competition and we do see some of the celebrations and the joy that's exposed when they do win a really hard match so, yes yeah. so for example we've seen some pretty awesome ones so far at the games we've seen um in the men's singles we saw Calais cole, cole, cole Jön. versus
0: luca luca raba, raba from right Austria. yeah 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 so So there's a pretty good celebration there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He gave the old point to... um, To the coach? To the coach. Probably probably the coach. There's no spectators, right? Spectators, right? Yeah, so there's that one. Uh, And then we had Kim Astrup and Anders Rasmussen. Uh, when they celebrated their victory against Ivanov and Sozinov of the mm-hmm. Russian Olympic Committee team, um, and that, that was pretty epic, pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. You could see, you could see. Uh, I think it was Astrup sort of facing me. the, with the his opposite. Shirt, <laughs> with his shirt off over his head. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And, and Rasmussen's like, Where, where'd my partner go? I want to celebrate <laughs> like, with him.
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but. but- yeah, hopefully there's heaps more of those celebrations to come. We've, have, we've seen some pretty epic ones in the past at other tournaments. Mm. So what, why don't we go have a look at these epic celebrations that we've seen. <laughs> so for episode four of the Tokyo, to, Tokyo 2020 show, we are speaking to Greg Mayers and Jenny Moore. They are English mixed doubles players. They've been as high as 37 in the world 38, rankings. 38, 38, 38 in the world, in the world rankings. Okay. Thanks, Henry. And uh, they're also the founders of Badminton Insight, uh, which is a a platform where they get to share their knowledge of badminton and try to grow the sport around the world. Welcome onto the show,
0: Greg and Jenny.
2: Thank you. Good to be here.
0: Great to see you both again. And uh, how have you enjoyed the uh, Olympics so far?
3: Uh, Yeah, it's been amazing. I think Olympics is the big event that we both absolutely love watching. We've tried to stay up. As much as possible so far over the last few days to catch as many matches as we can. And it's been great. Bit of a shame there's no crowd there, but I think we've been enjoying it all the same.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're trying to take, change our time zone to Japanese time zone so we can see as much as possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's on during the night view, isn't it? So, what, what are the matches that you have been able to see?
2: Oh, we've watched a lot. um It's currently six in the morning here, um, but we've been up a few hours already. We've watched. Um, Kevin and Marcus, uh, the minions this morning against Rangi Reddy and Shetty, uh, quite a dominant display. Yeah, you've got the minions. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, um, a few
0: meals yesterday.
2: Yeah, we've watched a lot of the the mixed games as well. Um, obviously, that's kind of heating up um, and uh, quickly. Um, so yeah, we've we've been watching that. Uh, singles hasn't really got going yet with the. It's, I guess it's inevitable with the bigger draw. There's quite a lot of one-sided games, but still lots of interesting games, nevertheless. Um, so yeah, lots of lots of the doubles and uh, Marcus and Kevin before. Uh, what else we watched?
3: Uh, we watched uh, Siwi oh, yeah. against the Koreans. That was yeah. a good game as well. They're
2: looking good as well. They are.
1: <laughs> I, I guess from the from Great Britain's point of view, like Marcus and Lauren are doing, doing Great Britain really proud coming through beating the third seed in Sapsuri and, and Dechapol. Uh, With the matches you've seen so far of say mixed doubles because you you two are specialists in mixed doubles um, generally, what have you seen as really key points or really key things to focus on tactically for someone to, to come through in the Olympics?
3: I think we've been seeing a lot of good attack in the hall so far. I think that's been a big standout. I think of the matches we've watched from what we've seen is whoever's getting the attack first is often kind of winning those points. So I think that's seems to be quite a key thing in this specific hall they're playing in at the moment but I think it looks like everyone's just enjoying being back out there to be honest I think it's really great to see all of the top players back in one event and seeing everyone competing with each other obviously Olympics is a bit different to normal tournaments where you don't get number one and number like seven in the world playing against each other on in, in a group stage, it, it doesn't happen in normal tournaments. So it's really good to see such good, high quality games so early on in the tournament.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's definitely been a very unusual Olympics, but the, the, it seems like there's still definitely that atmosphere, the Olympic atmosphere there, albeit a little bit different. Uh, now, I guess as mixed doubles pairs and seeing all these exciting matches, the the actual um, knockout draw for the mixed doubles pair, uh, mixed doubles uh, comes out tonight, 9 p.m. Uh, local time or Tokyo time. If you could choose two mixed doubles pairs, any of them in the Olympics match to go against each other, what which two pairs would you pick to
2: watch? I mean, we would choose on paper one of the weaker players Weaker pairs to play Marcus and Lauren, that would be ideal. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got the best chance possible, uh, and obviously, top in their group, they've you know they'll play a second pair now, so that's really good. Um, if you could choose two just to watch from an end pure entertainment purpose, I would I think Yuta Watanabe and Higashino against um Zeng Wei and Wang Chong. I think I'd like to see that in a final.
3: Yeah, it
2: could, of, that, could be, that could easily be yeah, a final, for um, sure. Both pairs, um, just in this morning's session, Watanabe and Higashino were so dominant against Praveen Jordan and Octavianti. And Zeng si Wei, we've just watched that against Seo and Che. Very, very good as well. So I think it would be those two two pairs. That would be a great matchup. up yep.
1: Yeah. So if we break down those two pairs a little bit further and you talk about Zeng si Wei. Uh, Huang Yaqiong, and of course things Wei so fast. Um, Huang Yaqiong so good at the front court can create opportunities. but like, wh- what do you see as their major strengths in their combination? And then after that, we might move to to Higashino and Watanabe because it'd be interesting to see what your thoughts are as to what their best attributes are.
3: I would say for Xingzhe Wei, his biggest asset, as you said, is obviously his speed and his relentless attack. Mm. Like, he will just keep going and keep going. And then you have kind of the solidity of Hwang Yao Chong, who's just, she never really seems to miss. It's actually unbelievable watching her sometimes. You think she's so far stretched out to the side and she's still putting them under so much pressure. I think that's what makes them number one in the world is those kind of combination of Just an
2: all-round great mixed pair. Defence, attack, serve return, they got it all.
0: Yeah, speaking of Huang Chong, I'm just thinking about Badminton inside, right? Uh, it, I, th- I think I thinking about her just perfect block every time would be the best Badminton uh, YouTube video, your next Badminton YouTube video, because it would just be like, how do you block like Huang Chong? Because every time I see her, someone lays down a massive bomb smash at her and she's just like, yeah, perfect block. They're over
3: there. <laughs> Yeah, so tight over the net as well
0: yeah exactly exactly so now we move on to Arisa Higashino and Yuta Watanabe what about them what do you think their strengths and weaknesses are because I think we earlier today we saw Higashino sort of switch back on because I think her first couple of games she was a little bit shaky um but then yeah this morning when they were playing against Praveen and and Malati uh, she's really switched on really dominant in that front courting just getting that offensive play back up
2: yeah, I think you've seen a lot of players come out a little bit nervy. It's, it's a massive event, so it's understandable. Um, but I think that their strengths, I mean, she's probably the best attacker in in any women ever yeah. to have lived in. That's, that's another
3: <laughs> another video, her jump smash. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, her, her, her strengths is are attack, but also, as you say, um, she's kind of come on and think, Again, around the net, it, that would be a, a bit of a battle. Who could who could be better, basically, between those two women, um, both phenomenal players. And uh, Uta Uta's, he's not got the biggest smash, but I tell you what,
3: deception. He, yeah, <laughs> his
2: stop drop, and you know he's got a big smash, and he gets up, and he's again, he's just so quick, so yeah. quick, and skillful, uh, which is why it's great to watch him play.
1: OK, so obviously it, it sounds like they're your two top pairs or maybe your favourite pairs. Do you have any other honourable mentions like uh, Sapsuri, Dechipal or um, who, the, the second Chinese pair in... Huang Dongping and Yu? Yeah, yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're, so, they're looking solid as well, aren't they?
3: Yeah. They, we've kind of not really spoke about them because they're just doing what they should be doing at the moment. Yeah. There's not really been any drama in, in that group. But I think... One to watch for us, got to be Marcus and Lauren. They're obviously playing very well at the moment. So I think we're looking forward to seeing hopefully how far they can progress in the tournament. And obviously it's amazing they've come top of their group. So yeah. fingers crossed they'll have a nice next game in the quarterfinal and push on to the semi. It'll be absolutely amazing.
2: Yeah, semi-final would be great. And Marcus has obviously almost been there, done it rio with a bronze medal in the men's doubles so and lauren's also had an experience of the olympics under a belt so hopefully they'll just just go for it and yeah we're fully behind them
0: yeah i guess having having not not have had so many tournaments uh this year this year and a half or so having that olympic experience is very important coming into uh the tokyo 2020. so in terms of lauren and marcus you know, you definitely, definitely. It sounds like you're both rooting for them. So, do you have a message for them? If you could give them a message,
3: good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think as with every game, when you're at the Olympics, you really do just have to go out there and enjoy it. I think don't just think about the stage you're at. Obviously, an Olympic quarterfinal is a is a, a massive achievement already in itself. But I think you just have to go out there and enjoy it. Play. The game as if it was your first game and just have fun, challenge the pairs you're up against and see where you can get to.
2: Yeah, I think Mark's all know He's, you know, as I said, he's played his best band and, at the Olympics before. So yeah, go out there, just give it to them. Um, they've done the, you know, they've put all these years of work in and it's kind of the time, the time to show what you got.
3: Yeah. And we've obviously got our other hopes still. So we've obviously got like Toby and Kirsty who've not played yet so we'll be rooting for those as well Lauren and Chloe still got another game in a a few hours so we'll be ready for that yeah and Ben and Sean have got I think one more group match so looking forward to yeah looking forward to still watching all of the Team GB hopefully winning some more matches
2: excellent
1: okay we were just going to wrap that up there guys thanks so much for coming on to this episode
2: no worries enjoyed it
1: thank you for having us enjoy the rest
0: of the games guys so in terms of tonight's session, let's, let's talk some do not miss matches, shall we, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Tonight's session, we have the Daddies versus the Malaysian pair of Aaron here and So we... Yik. That's going to be a good one. It is yeah. going to be a good one. We're, we're, call, we're calling that one out as our do not miss match. Uh, but we have some differing opinions there. Yeah,
1: yeah. look, I, I think that the, the more safe choice will be to go with the Daddies. Like, mm-hmm. what's the track record, record six at 6-1. 6-1 most... one. Six one six, to the Daddies. 6-1 or 3-1? 6-1.
0: Okay. 6-1. 6-1. Yep. Um, yep, yep. For
1: some reason, I think that maybe with the Olympic Games happening, I think that uh, Chia and So are playing quite well. Mm. They definitely did play well in that test match against the Koreans, Seo uh, and Choi. Um, but I feel that it does kind of revolve, revolve around how well Seo Wuyuk plays. Yeah. Because I think he's a bit more erratic. Like, Aaron Cha's, you can count him to be quite stable. solid, mm. stable, like he's really good at what he does, but Uh, So is usually one quick to the net Mm. and creating those opportunities. So I think it's going to depend on how quickly he can play and how well he can play. And I think the dynamic of the match is going to revolve around how quick they can make it. Because with the daddies, we kind of know what kind of game they're going to bring. A high quality game, but maybe if the Malaysians are faster and quicker and they can still play with good shot quality, then Mm. maybe that could put the, the daddies, the Indonesians on the back foot.
0: Yeah, look, uh, well, what I liked about the Malaysian doubles pair when they did place Choi and So the other day uh, is that they were very proactive. Mm. They were they were hunting the shuttle, and that's the kind of play that they're going to need to bring to take on the daddies. Um, the daddies, they have so much experience between the two of them. It's going to be very hard for the Malaysians to, to compete with them. That That's why I think it's, for me, it's the safer choice and, and the better choice, sorry, Jeff, okay. uh, because I think Seti going to be able to expose So Wu Yiks. Um, I guess... Sometimes, sometimes when he's put under pressure, he does, his his quality, his shot quality or shot choice um, is is not is def- definitely not not as good mm. as it could be, um, and I think that will expose the, the Malaysian doubles pair, and that's probably what's happened in, in the past as well. So I feel like it's definitely going to be a good good match. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to go the safer choice in the Daddies.
1: Okay, six 1-6 one, um, one six odds against me so mm-hmm. far, so hopefully it'll be 2-6 after this. But uh, I'm going with the Malaysians. Okay. i will see what happens. Alright. Alright, so that is uh, tonight. Yes, that's tonight's session. And then tomorrow morning we also have a, we have some really good matches, but we're going to point out another men's doubles match. We've got the Twin Towers from China. Yeah. Uh, Lee and Nu versus Sonoda and Kimura from Japan. Yeah. Now, 7-1 head-to-head. Mm. So yes, heavily in favor of the Chinese, but I think it's a really good one to to test the Twin Towers as well. Mm. And I think that Kimura and Snowda are playing quite well.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the matches that we've seen so far in the Olympics of Kimura and Sonoda, we've, we talked about this earlier, they're basically the same player with with, diff, with a different face. Um, in terms of style, right? Yeah, in terms of, in, yeah, in terms of how they play, they're just so fast. They're, they're like joint at the hip on the court as well. Mm. Yeah, they just know where each other are moving, uh, but they bring a very standard game every single time. Yep. Uh, so, will they bring the same game to the Twin trials, and will it be enough? Um, and again, it's it's one of those things like we talked about. So we just briefly, being sort of the erratic player, we have Lee Junhui. Um, mm-hmm. Also, also along that sort That's of fine. sort of line. Um, so it'll be heavily dependent on how how that is. Yeah, I, I do think the Twin Towers
1: will still get through, though. Yeah, I with kimura know that they always come with this intensity this intent right you, mm. i don't think anyone is more intense all the time every single point as they are yeah but i don't think it's quite enough i don't see how they're going to put the shuttle on the ground yep. in their attack against the two chinese
0: yeah the, the, the defense from the chinese would be too strong and there's just not quite enough firepower Power, from, from yeah. the japanese yeah um so That'll be a very interesting one, guys. So make sure you tune into that one. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally, we have Kim So Young and Kong Hee Young. First, the uh, Chen Qingchen and Jia Yifan of China. Uh, that is going to be a very interesting one. I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, their head-to-heads a lot tighter compared to the other the other matches mm-hmm. that we called out as do not miss matches. So uh, Chen Qingchen uh, are actually a, it's it's a, actually five three. Um, so the last match that they actually played, uh, it was actually a three set match in the Thailand 2020 Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it I, I think that if Kim and Kong can be a bit more ver- like provide a lot more variation in what they do because at the moment it's just Kong power 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 power, power, power. and then and then Kim mm-hmm. every now and then would will change it they, they need to change that that, that speed and the, the, the shot choices a lot more uh, dynamically mm-hmm. uh, when you're competing against the chen ching chen and Jai fans of the world because they are going to be so dominant mm-hmm. um, of what we've seen of them so far scarily good yep. but to be honest in my my opinion they are probably the two best women's doubles players that I've for the women's doubles pairs that I've seen at the Olympics this okay. okay, so year that's a, that's a big call it's a big but, call but
1: yeah the Japanese pairs like we said before are tending to struggle a little bit mm. as well and I think Chen Chin Chen is going to be the big factor if she can play that dominance at the front court like she usually does reading those shots we said she's kind of like Kevin Senjaya in women's doubles. Mm. So she, she's probably not like trick shot wise. She doesn't have that, but in terms yeah. of vision and ability, awareness,
0: th- readiness, awareness like,
1: and being able to cut off those shots. I think she's really, really good. So yeah,
0: and so well supported with Yifan with, as well. Yeah, of with of the big,
1: big smash and, and the consistency as well. So that's going to be a big one. I'm still going to go with the Chinese pair, Chen Chen, Chen, Yifan with mm. the victory there. But I think it's definitely a do not mismatch in yeah. women's doubles. No, I definitely agree as well. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to move on to the, the poll. So it's for, in terms of the, the poll, the question that we asked yesterday, so we asked everyone, which event do we think will have the longest rally at the Olympic Games? And drum roll again door, little bit of a drum. Roll. Not surprising that 43%. So a lot of people think it is the women's doubles event. It is what Henry and I thought, and I'd probably say we would be about right with that. We've seen some epic rallies. We saw the, the Japanese and the Malaysians last night. Yeah.
0: And those almost like training were, drills.
1: Yeah, literally training drills. That those rallies were huge. So I think, I that think that
0: like, the ones that we saw that, were like 80, 80 odd, or 70, yeah, odd 70 odd. Or odd yeah, 70
1: odd shots. Just just heaps, heaps.
0: Yeah, too many. But <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you got women's doubles, that that's Probably a good good pick, uh, but we'll find out, won't we? Um, So in terms of the next question for you guys, so make sure that you comment below, live chat, whatever it is, let us know your thoughts. The question is, who has the best singles technique in women's singles? So you've got four choices. You've got Taisu Ying, you've got Rachinok Intanon, you've got Chen Yufei, and you've got Nozomi Okuhara. So let us know who you think has the best women's singles technique in the comments below, guys four choices, I'm going to go Tai Siying. That's, that's fair. I'm going to go Intanon.
1: Rational. Intanon. Yeah. I do like her. In- yeah. Very, very good technique as well. Mm. Let's see what everyone thinks.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, in terms of who we want to pay our respects to for today in our raise a racket. So, we had a bit of a discussion about this before this video, and we have decided that we will raise our
0: rackets to... to... Sayaka Hirota and Yuki Fukushima. They had a really tough match last night. Uh, they grinded their way through, uh, and you can see just how much they want it. Yes, yeah, so
1: how yeah. much they want to win, despite losing the first set, being close in the second, and having just,
0: essentially a handicap. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, a just h- a handicap. Mm. Um, and important. being able
1: to pull through, mental toughness, and I don't know, just. Yeah, just that willpower to win and just to find a way even when there wasn't much of a way, especially mm. if you watch the first and second sets. Yeah. You're like, I was, I was genuinely scared. worried and, yeah, yeah. and scared, but they managed to pull through. So we raise a racket to them. Well done, all the best moving forwards. Uh, we know that you do have some expectations on you with the seedings being mm. um, number one seeds. Yes. So just keep, keep in there and wish you
0: all the best. Respect. Yep. Cool, so we're wrapping up episode four now. Uh, on the screen we're going to pop the order of play which is going to start tonight at 6pm local time, Tokyo time uh, and then 10am in the morning uh, as well, Tokyo local time. And In terms of talking about where to watch the the coverage live again, uh, on screen, you'll also see three URLs, one to the Match Center, one to the live blog, uh, and one to where you can find your broadcast coverage in your country as well. So thanks so much for tuning into
1: this episode of the Tokyo 2020 show. We'll see you tomorrow. See you everyone.